Who's With Me, where you set out to achieve so much in a day. You like have this massive to-do list, you're super organized, you've got everything on the ball and you're straight into it. But before you know it, it's distraction, distraction, distraction. Whether it's your phone going, an email, some catastrophe, a load of traffic that sets you back. It's one of those things that sort of makes you feel like, why is somebody testing me? Why is somebody forcing me to quit? Does somebody not want me to do this anymore? And it's that I want to talk about today. It's how do you stay focused? How do you get the true deep flow work? How do you master your time and the distractions in the day so that you can actually start to move forward with building your dream life and doing all of that incredible things? Now, first off, it's got to be a confession time. I do not have this nailed. I have periods, ebbs and flows, you know, periods where you go through life and everything seems to be working for you. You seem to have control of your time. You seem to be mastering the day. And there are others where a child might be ill. There might be a phone call from school. It could be that the cars broke down or or that somebody just isn't sticking to the normal routine. I'm thinking of Luca here with his naps. And as a result, everything that you had planned or the structure that you had for the day, your flow, your focus time goes completely out of the window. Now, I don't know about you, but I have certain chunks of the day where I have to do certain things because the family situation allows. I mean, part of doing this and being a lifestyle entrepreneur is all about doing it around my family, which creates challenges in itself But it means that flexibility of I'm actually going to work early in the mornings. I'm going to work late at night. I'm going to have a small pocket of time in the middle of the day. But I'm not going to do anything when the kids get home from school. I'm not going to do anything when I'm getting them ready for school. Because, you know, the whole point of choosing this is that I get the flexibility and freedom to, to do things with them, to be part of their lives. And for you, undoubtedly, you have the same ambitions. You want that level of freedom and flexibility to do other things and to have other things in your life, which means you might have things crop up that just send you flying, distractions and all those sorts of things. So I've been doing a lot of research into flow state recently. So I'm going to, I'm not going to blind you with the science. I've distilled this into what are the key things we need to know about. So when we're talking about flow states, we're talking about the state that you get into, you know, when you're so engrossed in something. And it's it's difficult to describe unless I know exactly what you're into. But let's say you are so into going to the gym. I mean, when I'm exercising, I am in that flow state. I could just listen to a podcast and be in the gym and, and just going with the flow and just keep rowing, keep rowing, keep on the treadmill, keep on the bike. If I'm out walking in green spaces or we're riding, I could just keep going, keep going, keep going. When I'm doing any of my tech work, my behind the scenes work, I I lose track of time. It's that element of flow state is when you have no awareness of whether you've eaten, whether you've drunk, whether you need to go to the toilet. You are just completely immersed in your work. You're not so self-conscious. You're just in a complete state of pragmatic, problem-solving, solutioning, and you just keep on going. And if somebody didn't interrupt you, you probably just keep going in that state for hours and hours. Now, you might think this sounds like an addiction, Sue. A little bit like gamers do get this. They go into flow state when they get into an immersive virtual reality game. Kind of a bit dangerous, uh, but that's a whole nother topic, probably involving managing my son's expectations on Minecraft. 
So a flow state, if we can get into that flow state, there's some key things that are really advantageous for us when you're trying to build a business or when you're trying to get your content marketing off the ground or just go forward with a goal. Getting into flow state allows you the release of your self-consciousness, the self-consciousness that says, I've got a problem here or I can't do this. And, and when, we, when we can access levels of subconscious that's allowing us to use the rest of our brain, we can problem solve so much easier. We can, we can generate content much easier. It just flows naturally and it feels, it feels interesting. So one of the key things here to flow state is if it's too easy, what you're doing, you know, it's repetitive, you've done it a thousand times and you might have this with something, then you can get bored and you can get apathy. But if it's too difficult then you can get anxiety, you know, anxiety can rise. So when I talked about the tech stuff, setting up some email marketing for somebody, doing their automated newsletters, their automation sales funnel, that comes easy to me because that's my level of expertise. But I know lots of entrepreneurs that get so anxious with that, that getting the flow state in there because they haven't done that level of technical study, their, their craft is your coaching or your consulting or whatever you do, then it can lead to a, a sort of a procrastination and avoidance. So any activity that requires a high motivation and concentration to enhance enjoyment can facilitate the experience of flow according to positive psychology. So, but I, I don't want to just dwell here on the psychology of it. It doesn't have to be profitable work here. This flow state can be, and usually is, your hobbies. And this is really the challenging thing and why it's sometimes important to find your passion in something. Because your hobbies, you know, art, gaming, dancing, rock climbing, you can get immersive flow state in music, but it might not be your profitable work-related stuff. Now, does that help? And here's one of the things I've been researching. All right, then I can get in a flow state when I'm doing exercise, but I don't earn money by being in the gym or running or riding my bike. So how do I, how do I take that flow state and apply it to the work situation? And this is really quite critical and quite interesting. Benjamin Hardy says that if you practice your flow state, then you can apply the same patterns of behavior and you'll start to train your brain to get into that deep flow state. So it doesn't matter if it's your hobby, go and do it twice a week, get into that flow state. And then when you come back to work, you'll be able to apply the same brain techniques or your brain will be trained to get into the flow state. I mean, flow state of mind, ultimately, it's a focus in the very present moment, away from distractions, and here is where it gets really hard because your phone is pinging, your email is pinging. When I was writing an article the other day, I decided I would insert every so often when the urge came to check my phone, I would just pop it into the article. And then I could see how many times in the process of writing over half an hour, how many times did the urge come to check my phone? And on one occasion, the urge came and instead of checking my phone, I nipped over to my email. How many times have you done that? You've gone, yes, I feel rewarded. I didn't, I didn't like, I didn't honor the pull. I didn't succumb, but then you did something else instead. Maybe you went for a biscuit in the kitchen. All of these things affect your concentration. 
And there's so many studies. Some of them say you can lose 20 minutes of, of time if you ever, ever get distracted. But the reality is you, if you don't get into that flow state, you don't get into the deep work, which means your content never becomes really good. Your work never becomes really good because you're constantly at that shallow surface level of skimming the surface. You're not developing. So how can we make things a little bit more interesting? So here's something that I think makes a massive game changer. Flow state is enhanced by pleasure. So the more we experience the pleasure, the more we desire doing it. We want to train our brain that that dopamine hit is really healthy. It's really good. It's a, it's a gratification system. So we do more. Now, this is why games work really well or any apps that offer gamification, gamification, because they're giving you another level. You know, I think of Duolingo. Every time you do something, well done, you got a reward. I mean, you only have to do a few of those little quizzes and all of a sudden you're like, ping, 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 I'm 100%, 98% um, fluent in Swahili or whatever. Like, that is just not real. We know that. But the gamification of it makes us feel good. It's like a little dopamine hit. That gratification that we get that's quite instant. So you can do that with a hobby. You know, I look at the rower and I can see I'm clocking up the kilometers and I feel good. I can see how many calories I'm burning and that feels good. It's like gamification. It's giving me that pleasure and that desire makes me want to carry on and burn a few more. What is it for you? There'll be something that's triggering it. When you get into flow state, doing the thing that you absolutely love, that you can immerse yourself in, that you even forget you're breathing, that dopamine, that gratification, we want that cycle of pleasure to gives us the desire to do the work that we need to do. So I've been really thinking about that. This, this sort of idea that we reduce the anxiety and the activity in our prefrontal cortex, our front part of our brain, so we can start to use different parts of our brain. And it can be addictive. But how can we get ourselves to be addictive to the pleasure and the dopamine hits and the gratification with work? And I started to really set this out. How can I make gamification out of the work I do, my content? How can the, you get gamification out of creating some content, creating some newsletters? And I, I started to look at, well, what kind of things give us pleasure? What kind of things give us that dopamine here? And there's a few things here. So I'm hoping these will give you some really good ideas. One is novelty. You know, when you do something new and it feels novel, that, that, Oh, that gives us pleasure. Doing some new, new things makes us feel more alive. New experiences, new events. You know, I remember preparing for a talk, my first talk at the Global Women in Tech Conference. And I remember thinking, this is new. I really like this. This is exciting. And that dopamine hit kept coming and that desire to do it. I, I just kept delving into my speech and, and just kept tweaking it and tweaking it and tweaking it because I really had this novel way of, of focusing on it. It could sometimes be... Um, a rush of pressure of pleasure because it's unpredictable. It gets to give you some intrinsic motivation, maybe. Curiosity here is a big one. If you're curious about something, have you ever done that way? Um, and I'm, I'm the worst for this with these episodes. I will go to research a topic. So this flow state topic, I have researched and researched and gone into rabbit warren after rabbit warren. I've watched YouTube video after listening to podcast, after reading a book and so on. You can tell I have read so much about this from all sorts of psychologists and psychiatrists and all sorts of behavioral studies and everybody else in between probably. That curiosity 
sends you down a path that before you know it, you've just binged two hours of content. You've gone into flow state because of curiosity. Have you ever had a bug with a program or with a website and you've just, the curiosity of finding the source of it. Maybe you've got a client who has a particular medical issue and you have just been so curious about helping to understand more about their trauma or their issue that you've gone into flow state in trying to figure it out. It's when you have focus and when there is no struggle and often it's built into passion. It's sometimes can be associated with purpose. So if you have something that you find is your purpose, then you can more easily get into flow state. And a lot of that means we've got to ask ourselves why we want to do this in the first place. So if this is blooming hard, this is going to be hard work and you're struggling to motivate yourself to do it and to get focused then maybe we need to have a good conversation with ourselves. And I sometimes have to do this too. What is your purpose behind the thing you want to do? And then one of the other things that's quite important for intrinsically motivating us to do the flow work is the autonomy to pursue that purpose. And this is one of the things that I feel is often lacking with a nine to five or with a job. You don't get the autonomy you're doing a set of projects or a set of objectives that have been often dished out to you. It doesn't really matter where you sit, whether you're on the board or whether you're in middle management, you get these things dished out to you and lower down, obviously you get everything told to you. You don't get to pursue your purpose in life with complete autonomy, which means you get the say. And when you do have autonomy over it, If we don't acknowledge it, don't feel it, don't feel grateful for the fact that you have the opportunity, if you are working for yourself already, if you are building your dream life, building your business, then you already have that autonomy and you need to recognize that, feel grateful for that because that that is an incredible, incredible achievement. And then the other motivator that could come into play to giving you flow state is a mastery motivator. If you are competitive, if you love to be the best of the best, if you have massive ambitions to win every race, to be the best speaker, to do what you do better than everybody else. And and I know people like Rob Moore, definitely those sorts of things are what tick your boxes. Then mastery motivation will be your, your trigger for flow state. So these are some of the intrinsic motivation techniques that can used to get yourself into flow state. Now, one of the things I wasn't expecting to research and find out about these dopamine hits is that they can't just be cheap hits. So I was thinking I could literally just have a checkbox or a biscuit reward every time we did something to instill that level of pleasure so that I had the desire to carry on doing the work, even when it's hard, when there are a million and one distractions. But the reality is it just doesn't work like that. So it kind of all comes back around to being your true self, finding your intrinsic motivation and keeping a hold of that, which with the busyness and the distractions and the interruptions, sometimes we just forget it. So I've decided that I'm going to try um, a process that involves my morning meditation, my 10 minute morning meditation, being a little bit more fixated on my purpose. I feel like purpose is really important. Curiosity is there for me, but purpose is is lacking. And then the other thing I'm really going to focus on practically is creating a distraction-free zone when I want to do my deep flow work. As I said earlier, I have to do this around other things and you will too. You'll know your best times a day to do your big flow, your deep flow energy work. It might be first thing in the morning. It might be last thing at night. It might be in between clients and you've got a big chunk of time that you can basically 
turn off your phone or the notifications, put it in another room if it's too too tempting. Turn off your email notifications or close that app or close that tab on your browser and just be and sit with your intentions. It's going to take a while. You're going to take about 20 minutes before you can start to really delve into your flow state. But I believe that if we can just focus a little bit more on our purpose, on that mastery we're trying to build, on our curiosity, and maybe we can delve into that intrinsic motivation and get into our flow state even more. And let's follow Kotler's advice. So Stephen Kotler says in The Art of the Impossible that to use your flow state with your hobby twice a week and then what you'll find is you'll train your brain into achieving way more flow even in work. I hope that you have found this episode incredibly helpful for you to get motivated and focused in flow state. I can't wait to speak to you again next time. For now, just click that follow button and I'll speak to you again next week. Congratulations for showing up and being one of the 8% that actually turn their dreams into reality. I appreciate you for listening and I am committed to helping you improve the quality of your life. For more resources, make sure you check out the show notes underneath. Don't forget to hit subscribe and leave me a five-star review. And remember, you are incredible. And if you dream it, you can achieve it. Thank you.